The Sport Industry Access Podcast, Episode 101, How to Apply Your Sports Science Degree into a Career in Strength and Conditioning. Welcome to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to interview a special guest who will inspire and encourage you to be the best you can be in your current situation, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in strength and conditioning. I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Max Roger. Max is a sports scholar and currently the strength and conditioning coach at the University of Leeds. Also, Max and I were the same year group at Durham University studying sport exercise and physical activity. I'm particularly interested how he's applied his sports degree into the sports industry. For that reason, it's great to have Max as a special guest on the show. That's why in today's episode, Max will share his sports career journey and explain to you how to apply your sports science degree into a career in strength and conditioning. Max, it's great to have you on the show. Please could you share your sports career journey to listeners? When did it all start? Awesome. Hi, Ed. Yeah, it's good to be here. Um, going all the way back, starting at school, just love sport in general. Um, at at Merkerson Castle in Edinburgh, it was, it was all rugby, 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 though. Um, so that was brilliant. Straight after school, went to Sydney, worked and played rugby for a year there, and that's kind of where it, kind of uh, where I realised I want to actually make a career out of sport in some sort of coaching capacity. So ended up getting back to Durham, where uh, where I met you. Um, but that's where I started doing my coaching qualifications for rugby, like your level one, level two, and stuff like that. Uh, coaching who I could. Got interested in the gym, just loved the physical side as well, so coaching people there. But still, the, the mindset was get in and, and be a rugby coach. Um, just before I graduated from Durham, um, which seems, oh, I can't remember how many years ago it is now, six to seven, five, there we go. But um, ended up messaging someone through someone else and got a, a short-term internship with the Academy at Edinburgh Rugby in the Strength and Conditioning Department. Uh, so that was going to be a few months pre-season. Um, so I did that thinking, oh, this will be interesting. It'll be see another aspect of rugby. And then very quickly from doing that, I realized that strength and conditioning, I didn't really know it was a profession, even though it seems it seems weird now because years later it's, it's quite an established profession. But that's when I realized, yeah, that's actually what I'd like to be in, interested in, involved in. So, um, yeah, so I switched. And obviously all the other coaching stuff I've done in the past helps that because it's still coaching. But yeah, that's where SNC became the career path, I suppose. Max, I find this really interesting. Just going back to your childhood, can you remember when you realised that pursuing a career as a professional rugby player maybe was an option, but pursuing a career in coaching was? I mean, it was a slow realisation, a very slow realisation. 
Um, that just wasn't good enough to be a player. Um, probably from the outside, people can see it. But yeah, even going to Australia and playing rugby, that was quite eye-opening. There's uh, there's a lot of very large people there, and um, playing in the front row that was a struggle. So you kind of that's where you realise, oh, hang on, there's a I'm aware of the depth here, but still just love playing it. Um, but so it's, it's probably around about that time in Australia that you realise that oh, this is I definitely want to be involved in sport and it's not going to be playing. So what else can I do? Max, in your opinion, have you seen sports science have an impact in rugby? Yeah, I mean, obviously they're involved, sports scientists, and it's probably different names now, but involved at every, I'd guess, every single club that there is now. Um, Even at low levels, they're getting in. There's there's schools now that have like performance analysis and sports scientists. It's it's crazy. But yeah, it's got a a massive place to play. With so much, and we'll probably go into it later, but the sort of stuff I'm doing now, there's not a whole load of sports science just based on the nature of the job. Uh, so it's more just what, there's no designated role for somebody. It's more just what we do ourselves. So it's at a very basic level. What you're talking about, Max, really relates to today's podcast topic. How have you applied your sports science degree into a career in strength and conditioning? Um, well, that degree at Durham was you can kind of choose different ways and I chose as many physiology and psychology based modules that I could. Um, obviously the physiology useful every day. I mean, part of my job, I'm teaching aspects of it on various courses. And obviously when you're coaching, it's, it's in the back of your mind because you're seeing an athlete. Um, obviously it goes into your programming, but when you're actually seeing them day to day and you see, maybe I'm going to have to change this or that. You've got that physiology in the back of your mind to kind of inform your decision. And then, like I'm saying, the other half of that was choosing psychology modules at at uni, which, I mean, they're massively helpful, but it's more open my my eyes to how much, there's still a lot to learn about psychology and how it can transform into the the sports field. Um, It's something that recently did a tour down in New Zealand for a month, visiting rugby clubs, and they seem very, very clued on with the psychology side of things. So it's something that I think we can catch up on here and we're starting to. I find this really interesting as well with regards to the application of psychology in elite sport. Just going back to your educational journey now, just for the listeners listening in who would like to do a master's, what inspired you to do a master's in strength and conditioning? Probably not the reasons you're, you're thinking immediately, but it was... Like I mentioned, did that pre-season internship at the academy at Edinburgh. And as that came to the end, obviously by then I knew strength and conditioning was for me, but also the practical side of things, just how valuable experience was. So I knew I didn't want to counter that by taking too much away of the masters. I knew I wanted to further my knowledge. So you're looking around different courses, what's going to be part-time and just bingo, this one at Edinburgh Uni was an S&C specific masters. There weren't many of them back then maybe there's more now um it had not much contact time at all which did mean a lot of long nights studying yourself but it was ideal so you could still furlough your education because there's so much to learn and a lot of that master's is actually about learning how to learn which is is valuable because you do so much of that yourself in your own time every day but at the same time alone to get that practical side Max, in your opinion then, how vital is it to build that work experience during your time at university or masters? How beneficial have you seen that relating to your career? Yeah, key. So if I'm thinking of strength and conditioning and what you need, it's 
probably the foundations are you want that work experience, um, but you also need the knowledge, knowledge and the passion for it. I'd say they're all all three massive things. So yeah, the work experience is key. I mean, it, from the outside to a lot of people, it looks really. I mean, it, it is a great job, but it looks great in a different way. Like, oh, you get to live in a gym, lifted all time. You'll be with cool players and stuff. But really, when you get into it, it can be quite eye opening. People quickly learn whether they love it or not. And, and as well as that, the work experience, getting whatever you can, wherever you can, you just meet so many different people and learn completely different perspectives on it all and just just open yourselves up to the new ways of learning. Max, I couldn't agree more. Learning is the foundation in any career journey and that's how you grow as well. Just for the listeners again listening in who want to pursue a career in strength and conditioning, what core skills do you need? Core skills... Yeah, I would say, say like that, uh, those three things I mentioned for that foundation. So your work experience, your knowledge, and whether you truly have a passion for it. I mean, if you're picking out one thing, it's it's probably, you, you need those things. But let's say you've got those things, you want to be, it's it's a face-to-face thing. It's a, you get in contact with people. So it's all about how you relate to those people. And it's it's not as simple as just, getting to getting to know a person a bit wherever you, you can actually get into it quite a lot so there's a if people are interested there's a book um called conscious coaching by brett bartholomew which is an absolute great place to start he really breaks it down into like the different types of people from a strength and conditioning perspective and, and how you can recognize them and from there figure out the best way to the best way to get to know them because everyone's individual absolutely and the book you mention is a great read as well it also talks about different coaching styles which is really handy in the work you're doing but also in any type of coaching environment max would you mind sharing to listeners your strength and conditioning journey from an experience point of view and also explain what you're currently doing as well so just skipping through a couple of past bits to get to the most recent so i think it took you up to Transitioned into interning with the the first team at Edinburgh for about a year. I'm losing track of time now. And after that, another internship opportunity came up in um, in Rotherham down in England. Just did that um, before arriving where I am now. I mean, it wasn't the straightest path as that, but those were the major the major um, signposts along the way. So where I am now, primary job, I'm a one of the strength and conditioning coaches at University of Leeds. So as well as coaching teams and you get lots of individual scholars and stuff, you're doing a whole wide range of things. So like I mentioned earlier, running different courses for strength and conditioning. Um, a massive part of what we're doing is developing an intern team. So in the last, in the last year even, it's just come on leaps and bounds. We've just finished a, a course we designed for them before the summer. So for the next year's interns, it's just growing year and year. Um, because, I mean, this year was successful, so we've lost interns because they've ended up in other places, which is what you want, but it kind of puts you back. So, yeah, just a range of things. And then um, the other thing I'm doing, that's the main job, but one of the strength and conditioning coaches for the Scottish Qualified Programme. So it's it used to be called the Exiles. Essentially, it's a, it's a branch of Scottish rugby where they've identified potential Scotland players at age group levels who are based outside of Scotland, which um, quite a large area. Um, and it's our job to help their development. So obviously 
completely different from university job because you've got pretty minimal face-to-face contact with these people. Um, I mean, most of them are, are in England, but even then, the travel is just a, a massive factor, and most of them are at school, so it, it's it's quite tough. Um, yeah, so that that balance of things is is quite good. A whole range of activities. Out of interest, Max, do you only work with rugby players at university or any athletes? So at the university, it is well. It's currently we're in a couple of two months left now. I think before we can kick up again for next year. So things are changing, but it's rugby is one of the team. So there's male rugby and, and, and women's rugby there. Both those programs come in separately, and um, they're two of the main teams. But there's a there's a whole range uh, which is split up between ourselves as coaches. So. This last year, netball was a big one for me. Um, I'm struggling to think of any. Swimming has um, really taken on. they got a new coach in and they're really pushing the performance side of it. So um, that'll be interesting going into next year. Um, but obviously, rugby being my passion, it's great having that Scottish qualified stuff as, at the same time. So you're still getting that really specialised rugby. I find this really interesting, Max. Out of interest, what have you been up to recently? Well, real recently, I mean... The university season finished for most teams sometime in sometime in March. Depends how well they do. After that, it took a month, almost a month. Went to New Zealand with a physio who I used to work with, who's working in rugby now. Um, went to New Zealand, traveling around, visiting visiting Super Rugby teams. Um, did about one a week, which was just absolutely amazing, eye opening. So um, just do things completely different. Um, still typing up notes from that. There's so many, but yeah, got back and it's pretty quiet here, uh, so it's a good time to get other things done. So I've just uh, finally got around to having a surgery, a little hernia surgery. So it's not even been two weeks yet. So that's the main thing going on with me right now, trying to get back from that. Max, what did you learn from the experience going to New Zealand from a strength and conditioning perspective? I mean, without getting too details about it, just in general. They obviously there's going to be teams here where they are more like this, but just based on things that I've seen in the past, if I generalize. So in New Zealand, they seem much more based around player ownership, um, player ownership being key. So, you know, by that meaning, yes, you know, you, you're giving programs to the player and you're discussing the program with the players like you do here, but it's it's all it's up to the players to really drive things themselves, to organize their time right, get their week right. Um, whereas over here, there's tends to be more of a, I mean, it may very well changed. I've not been in that environment for a, a year or so now, but um, it tends to be more structured, more more coach-driven. Um, that, that was the major takeaway. And then from, the, from a detailed perspective of the strength and conditioning, just how... We seem to be very strength biased here in in rugby anyway, um, which I, I can I can see why. But just down there, the way they look at rugby and the way they develop, they've gone in a in a different direction. So it's not strength doesn't seem to be the primary goal, uh, which was interesting the way they look at it. Max, what did you learn from the experience with regards to your own self development? Did I learn? I mean, it's it's just reinforcing the value of. So the whole trip started just I connected with someone on LinkedIn um, 
Skype, Skyped him just, just before he even wanted to go to New Zealand. Um, Skyped him for a chat, learnt a lot. And then just realising that, yeah, you know, just go for it. If, if you message someone, they're likely in this field, everyone seems to message back. Everyone's happy to have a chat. Well, I, can't, I can't speak for everyone, but yeah, most, most people are happy to have a chat and just go for it. And um, yeah, I did, didn't think about it. Mentioned New Zealand with this physio and a couple of days later, we booked the flights. And I uh, just went for it and made the most out of it. So yeah, it's just you can you can do some pretty crazy things. This time last year, if I thought I would have visited some some super rugby clubs um, and actually got behind the scenes and chatted about them and learned about them, I'd be thinking, wow, that'd be absolutely amazing. And it was. Just on a personal note, Max, what have you enjoyed the most from your sports career journey so far? Looking back, um, so probably seeing seeing individuals achieving what what they want to or or often more than they think they can so springing to mind recently there's two two athletes um felix and rachel have just left the university who had a good chunk of time with them spent two two years working with them and just come on come on so far like compared to what they thought they could do coming in um yeah, just just great working with them and seeing them achieve what they need. So now that they've left and they're moving forward in their careers, they know we know they've given it their best shot, no matter what happens to the career, which is is what you want to see. Max, that is really great to hear, and I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where I like to finish with an inspirational question. What advice would you give to university first year students who are studying a degree in sports? I mentioned it before, but. Just get experience and enjoy the journey. So it's likely it's likely going to take years to get a paid job in SNC from being a first from from graduating. Um, if that's what you're looking at, um, and then even even from there, it much much longer to get a dream the dream job. If you're thinking, oh, I want to be in top flight rugby or top flight football, whatever. So it's a long old journey. So it's important you start getting experience right away. So like I mentioned. I mean, this could just be shouting someone, whatever, but you, you get to see what it's like. It can be eye-opening. Um, see if you actually really want to go down that path. Meeting people, learn from them, all the stuff I mentioned earlier. But um, yeah, so the other half of that was enjoying the journey because it's a long journey. So at base level, for example, I, I try and bring um, humor to work every day because if you can't enjoy what you're doing every day, wh- why are you really doing it is the way I'm looking at it. So if you're enjoying what you're doing, you're in the moment. That that that's what life's about, isn't it? So, if you don't enjoy the journey and just focusing on the end goal, which could be like decades away, you just miss out on all these experiences and and opportunities that come up. Max, that's a great piece of advice. How can people interact with you online? The best ways are probably, or my email, which is uh, maxroger4 at gmail.com. Or on social media, Instagram, down as managed to get Scottish performance coach before anyone took it. Don't think it's the most popular. Or Twitter is MaxRoger7. That is great. To all the listeners listening in, all those social media links will be on my website relating to this blog post. Max, it's been great chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks. What a brilliant interview from Max. And I have to say, considering I did some team projects with Max during my time at Durham... I kid you not, I learned more during that podcast chat than we did with regards to his career journey than I did when we were at Durham because he never mentioned to me with regards to his 
enthusiasm to rugby in that depth and also what he did out in Australia, which he knew and realised that coaching or strength and conditioning was becoming his passion from a career perspective. So look, I learned a lot from that podcast chat, but from a career perspective now relating to strength and conditioning, I really do hope you took on board what Max was saying about really enjoy the work you do, have that passion and really build that experience because that is vital. Strength and conditioning now, there is so much information out there and the opportunities are really, really competitive. So you've got to differ yourself. And the great example was when Max decided to go out with a physio out to New Zealand and really explore a different culture, especially rugby. It's huge out there, but also really looking at it from a strength and conditioning perspective, which he can bring back learning methods back to the UK in the work he's doing at Leeds. So if you are looking to pursue a career in strength and conditioning, I highly recommend you applying what Max said during our podcast chat to your sports career ambitions. Now, take action and good luck. Now, as always, at the end of each interview, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Max said, if you enjoy what you're doing in the moment, that is what life is all about enjoying that career journey.